0: Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 205 of So Free Art Podcast which is a little podcast I do about the art and things <laughs> and this is an, one about the art. So the little co-host, Little Dennis, is with us and we're going to be looking at an article from an art book called Art Fundamentals, Theory and Practice by Fridi Toto Publishing and I'll put a link and everything in the description and the show notes for this book. Because I actually did a click look of it where I went through it just having a look for the first time. But on this one, well this, this episode here is going to be the first in a series of podcasts looking at basically the, the art fundamentals. <laughs> so this one, what we're going to do on this one is start right at the start and ask ourselves <laughs> why learn the art fundamentals what are the art fundamentals and my experience of realistic pencil drawings and art fundamentals and I've put in my notes or lack of because it's quite interesting how a lot of the art fundamentals you don't learn just from drawing realistic pencil drawings so I'm going to talk all about that as well but the main takeaway really from this is this book is incredibly I found it very motivating and inspiring so I really hope you enjoy this one Little Dennis is going to get straight into it. Boing! Hit <laughs> yeah, that quite hard. Watch this. Little kiss for Kitty, and they're going to sit here. And well, let's get into this. But I hope you enjoy this. So we're going into the book now. Art fundamentals: theory and practice. How to critique and improve your art for better results. So this is basically the first, first chapter, really, fundamentals by Devin Corwin. And the thing here, what it says is, it says, Before you start any tutorial projects, let's begin with an overview of the essentials. In this chapter, art teacher and pro-concept artist Devin Corwen provides a guided tour of the most known fundamentals of art. And we ask the question, why learn the fundamentals? So what I do in these articles is, I basically study from this this article take notes and then talk about it and i this one i've put into three main chapters which is why why learn the fundamentals what are they and my experiences with them so far but future episodes are going to be covering light color composition perspective anatomy and narrative so there's a little sneaky peek of what the fundamentals are and for this one, the main takeaways I got from the article was very inspiring and common sense distilled information so far. So, so far, they've managed to sort of distill a lot of information into really not much not much text, but you get a lot of information. I found it very motivating, and I've realized it's all about the mind, overcoming fears. A lot of this is is about overcoming fears of the mind and stuff. And then I've also put play and plan and play, which again it's that thing about balancing these opposites of like playing, but also making sure you're sort of improving and I'll put the main takeaway: learning the fundamentals will let you play more and better. <laughs> See this is brilliant so the main the main thing really, why learn the fundamentals because it's going to let you. Learning the fundamentals will let you play more and better. So in other words, once you've got a grip of these fundamentals, you can spend more time playing because you don't need to be worrying about the learning the skills. But one of the things in here, it says, you're never going to stop learning these fundamentals, which I love that as well. So I'll put a, I'll put a link in the um, show notes about the, the Click Look unboxing. But what I thought I would do for this is, start with i'll start with why learn the fundamentals and i'm actually going to just read the entire lot i'm going to read all the text like i said there's not many images in this one all we've got is we've got one image which shows a it's like a building some sort of um i would say spiritual building really with four angels like golden statued angels and a few people in the front and then you've also got some shadows and stuff. So what they did was they took one image, and they showed how a lot of the fundamentals are in that one image. But I, I'll be honest with you, it's not a very, for me, it's not a very attractive image. I find it, I find it a little bit of a boring image. But I suppose it it serves its function of, f- like, explaining things. So I'll just read the, I'll read this whole thing, and then I'll go through my notes. <laughs> so this is what the article says. It says. What exactly are the fundamentals of painting and drawing? Students often hear the mantra, practice the fundamentals, repeated over, without further explanation, conjuring up images of... I love that word, conjuring. (laughs) It's like a witch's pot, like a little cauldron. Conjuring up images of late night study sessions pouring over an intimidating pile of perspective and anatomy textbooks to learn arcane knowledge. Ah, see what they've done there? Conjuring with the word arcane, like, like um, spells. I never noticed that before. So, here yeah, look, and it continues, it says, The truth is thankfully a lot simpler and quite a bit more fun. <laughs> we like fun. Painting is a visual language and the fundamentals are the mechanics of that language. The words we choose to use, the grammar and syntax we employ. Anyone can learn a language with enough immersion and practice. And rapid progression can be made especially when you have a really strong motivation to communicate. What I like here is... it says... "um, We learn... What is it? Look, you learn the fundamentals. We can choose the word... The word, we learn the mechanics of the words we choose to use, the grammar and the syntax. Because just before they were talking about conjuring up an arcane. <laughs> it continues, it says, The main reason that studying the fundamentals can be a gruelling and discouraging experience is the false notion that they need to be learned before you can start expressing your own ideas. This is putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> For example, if you study perspective and anatomy books... Before trying to make a painting using these tools is like reading the dictionary in order to learn a foreign language, and nobody would really expect it to have much success with that approach. This reminds me of something from s v s learn what they said in s v s learn was it's not the same but it's a bit sort of the same. They said about you've got like a you say you've got like a plumber and you've got an artist for some reason people seem to think that they can say. They can ask an artist for to do them a drawing for free, but they said you, you would never get somebody asking a plumber if they could come and fix their like their plumbing for free. It's the same sort of thing here. They were saying like you're saying you, you wouldn't expect to learn a language by reading the dictionary. It's the same sort of thing, but a bit different. it, like it continues. it says, there is no such thing as advanced painting and drawing fundamentals the basics are as advanced as you can get the more experience i get as an artist the more power i see in returning to the essentials of the language and the more excited i get at the possibilities of what they allow me to achieve and communicate i love this because what it means is you're you're never going to stop learning i just i find that really i find that really sort of motivating that the fact that this person here, who is obviously an advanced artist, is still learning the fundamentals and I find it sort of um it gives me confidence I suppose hearing that. Also said here, this is the final bit it says learning workflows and pros and pros- what's it processes. He <laughs> processes. Learning workflows and processes can of course be useful but these are the answers to another artist's questions that they most likely have asked over decades of solving problems. I love that because it's like you've got to basically experience it for yourself. So this is that thing. There's this balance between practicing drawing to pick up the skills, but you've also got to practice the skills before you start drawing. But like what you said, you you sort of you're doing them both at the same time. And my problem, which I'll talk about in a minute, is when I started wanting to draw from my imagination. I basically realised that I I needed to go right back and learn a lot of skills, and I just felt a bit overwhelmed like that. I'll talk about that a bit more in a minute though. But like what he's basically saying is you're going to learn by doing, but you also do have to learn. Like you have to basically you have to study. But also practice. And for me the practicing is the playing bit. The studying is a little bit more work. But there are ways to make studying actually like playing. <laughs> so, But this is like doing drawing exercises and things. But the final bit here it says. When you learn the fundamentals and not a process. It gives you the freedom and excitement of the unknown. Any idea that you happen to have in the future. Any interest you happen to come up with come upon in your journey as an artist you will have the tools to express it as you gain more ideas and ex- experiment with how to express them you will add more tools to your artistic toolbox <laughs> i like that this here this what this reminded me of here was from um the draftsman podcast with stan prokopenko and marshall vandruff because what they said was oh, wait a minute what was it i was talking about here yeah what they said was, because somebody had asked them a question about it. They was wondering if they were too old to start being an artist. And I think it was Marshall said, you can never be too old. And in a strange way, you'll have more better things than the the, the like uh, the newbie. Well, not the newbie, the young one, because the, the older one has got life experiences. So there's this thing here where you've got your life experiences. So you've got all these ideas that you want to get out But you haven't got the skills to get them ideas out. Whereas you could have a younger artist, younger as in age, who has got no, not as many life experiences. So they've got all the skills, but they've got no sort of experiences to express. So that's where you end. See, you need like a balance of the skills with something to express, like experiences. Again, like what I often find out with these articles is, Art is really about balancing opposites. In fact, I say life is that. Life is about balancing opposites. And for me, art is this beautiful way of um, experiencing the truth of life. That's why I love I love art. Because it, for me, it's a very spiritual thing. So in my notes, what did I put here? Look? Well, the first thing, learn all at once. Yeah because before i even got into it my my main take why well, learn the fundamentals my takeaway when i my first thought was how can you learn them all at once it's overwhelming because that's the thing perspective you've got to learn perspective shapes you've got to learn the shapes lighting you've got to learn lighting you've got to learn all these different things and it just feels a bit overwhelming so so what basically what it is is what i'm realizing is you've just got to be okay with your you've got to accept your skills at the moment and as long as you're sort of studying you're going to get better (laughs) a lot of it is like faith having faith so what i put here like i put can learn anything yeah paint What that little quote that they said painting is a visual language and the fundamentals are the mechanics of that language they they said that somewhere they said look anyone can learn a new language with enough immersion and practice the thing is you can learn anything all you need is repetition and practice which goes back to lee hammond and this actually reminds me of something it was yesterday i went to work and they've got these little when i go into work i have to sign on clock in and out and there's this, there's this six little there's a six digit number that you need to put input to log into this little system. And somebody had been telling me it for a couple weeks, but I don't really need it because I can go over somewhere else and do it. But basically, what happened was he said to me, look, you can learn this six-digit number. All you've got to do is keep repeating it in your head. So what's happened is, in the space of two hours, I just kept repeating the words, the numbers in my head, and it was actually zero six nine nine seven one, and what that's it in two hours, I remembered it, and I didn't just do it that way. What I did was I created a little story about the numbers <laughs> so this might be a bit confusing, but what I did was the number this the the number sequence starts with number zero, so all I've got to do is remember zero, and I remember that because zero is basically the foundation of everything. Everything starts with zero like a blank canvas. <laughs> And then it goes and then all got to do is remember you start with zero blank canvas. You've got to go neg you've got to go negative, which which is a number six, positive, which is the number nine, and you need two lots of positive to counter out the negative. So you've got a zero, six, nine, nine, you've got two numbers left. You know that the last one is 1, because the whole point of life is you you've got to get yourself into balance t- to become one. So that's the last number. And then the way I remembered it was you have got to take one number off of the first number, which was six, so you got you got your seven. So what I what I realised there was you can learn you can a, a good way of studying and learning is to actually firstly repeat the thing, but also sort of turn it into um, symbols I suppose, or like a story. Create a little story and you can remember something. All you need to do is remember the first bit. Which is the number zero, and everything else will follow. It's like um, it's like some sort of association. You're sort of learning a certain association. I thought it's cool. And, and the other thing is, you can learn anything. That was the, one of the main things I learned when I started drawing. I started to realise that you're not born with skills of drawing. You're basically, you can learn anything. So how amazing is that? In my notes, I've always put the cart before the horse equals overwhelm. So this was my problem. I, and then I've, in my notes, i put play equals accept your mistakes. Play and an awareness equals a secret. In other words, playing is like sketching. So if you're just sketching, that's that's cool. But you're going to get better. But if you're sketching and you're sort of aware of what you should be practising... Like, for instance, you might want to be practising how light affects a sphere or something. What you can do is you could spend your time drawing spheres. I've drawn probably thousands of spheres with lighting. And that's how I've learnt lighting, the rules of lighting. Whereas if I had just been drawing anything, I wouldn't have learnt the skills of the light. So I I thought to myself, you need to to be playing. And the reason you want to be playing is because it's fun. If it's if what you're doing is fun, you're going to keep doing it. <laughs> but then, if you bring in this awareness, you're going to actually you're going to be having fun and getting better, which is That's the secret for me. I'll put it here. Look, this is full of common of simple common sense and inspiration. Yeah, this art, this bit. In, if the rest of the book is like this, I'm excited, because it's it's basically common sense. It's, none of this was sort of um complicated. But you already in this bit there's lots of information here, but it's just common sense. And I drew this little image. I've got of the word fundamentals in a circle with an arrow like um as if it's going in a circle, going to another word which says artist is growing. And that is going back. You've got another arrow going back. So that they're, they're sort of like fundamentals is going into the artist growing. And the artist growing is going back into fundamentals. In other words, the artist is learning the fundamentals and growing. And so they just keep learning the fundamentals. Like that, growing. He <laughs> Never stop learning the fundamentals, I've put. I've then circled the word fun. And I've put, it's the balance again of playing and learning. But you can make it so learning is is play. And play is learning. In other words, the secret is to enjoy learning. That's what I'm thinking. There's so many... Th- oh, I should do a separate podcast about that, how I make learning fun. And then we put, learn the fundamentals, not a process. For me, that was magic. In other words, you could watch, say, a YouTube video of somebody like learning the process of how they go about, say doing a composition but if you haven't learned the the rules of composition yeah you might get really amazing at doing a certain composition based off of this video you've watched but if you don't know the rules you can't you can't then play around with that composition to make it better or, or make it different but still pleasing to the eye so I thought for me that was like one of the main things I thought was brilliant learn the fundamentals not a process and then I've put, yeah, what i put in my notes, I said, like, don't learn a style, learn how to see and draw, then styles come, in other words, yeah, well, what this reminded me of was, when I first started drawing, my goal was to create my own characters, and I ended up somehow going off into this realistic route, but what happened was, I had all these manga books, and it's like, this bit here, learn the fundamentals, not a process, is to me, it's like, learning how to draw a human before you learn how to draw a manga character. In other words, if you learn how to draw a manga character, you might be amazing at drawing a manga character, but if in, say, 10 years' time you want to start drawing, I don't know, superheroes or something, because you haven't learned how the rules of a human, like the anatomy, you you basically, you're you're going to have to go back and learn that. Whereas if you learn how to draw a human... You can then branch off and draw some manga characters, but you can also go off and do like realistic characters as well. Yeah, and then I've put here, yeah, it's like you learn realistic first, then you do your imagination. So for the longest time, I, I went through a few months, and I feel like I'm still sort of suffering from it, where I spent probably a year and a half or two years learning realistic pencil drawings. And then when I started trying to learn how to do draw from my imagination it felt like I had gone right back to the beginning but I, I realise now this was actually the best way to do it because if I had gone straight to me my, basically what's happened is through that experience of realistic drawing I learned how to see this actually is nice a nice segue to the next bit which is my experience of realistic pencil drawing and the fundamentals and I've put all lack of them but the more I thought about this the more I realized that there are actually quite a lot of fundamentals in realistic pencil drawing. So this is more drawing realistically from a photograph. So I'll talk about, so I'll just go through my notes. So what I've put was I said I started out wanting to create characters and I ended up drawing realistically. I then got bored of drawing realistically as for me it wasn't creative enough. I I sort of got to a point where I could draw a photograph and it could look like a photograph. But I realised that there's not much creativity going into that. And then as soon as I started trying to sort of be a bit more creative, I couldn't do it. And so it was like, you, you could play it safe by just keep drawing realistic pencil drawings. But I don't want to do that. I want to be more creative. So for the longest time, I thought I'd wasted my time Cause it felt like I've got to go all the way back now, learn all these fundamentals. And I thought, well, I've spent two years here learning realistic drawing, and what's the point? <laughs> so, what happened then was I felt overwhelmed as all the stuff I needed to learn to draw from my imagination and create characters, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have any of it. And I've put in my notes, I've put, still not over, yeah, I've still not really overcome that. There's still a bit of me that what, what happens is if you get competent at drawing something and then you have to suddenly go and draw something else and you're not very good at it there's a part of you that sort of for me at least it's there's a part of me that's um what how would i say this i'm sort of scared to go back to being rubbish whereas it's much easier to just keep doing the realistic which is quite good you see you see now this is where i start to realize it's about the mind (laughs) i need a drink this is good look this is where this is where I, I realise it's that a lot of this is mental. So what happened to me was oh, I got a frog in my throat. Do you like it when that happens? Oh, I've lost what I was going to say there. I was going to say something. Well, I've lost it. But what we put still not overcome that. Oh yeah, this is a mental thing. So what happened for me was I got so far into these realistic pencil drawings I didn't want I do not want it to start doing my own creative my own characters and I realised that there was a part of my mind basically sabotaging me and it was a lot of it was to do with fear. So this is when I started to realise I've got to actually step back and work on my mind. So whereas you've got Within the art space, you've got to learn the skills and practice them. So you've got to balance the learning with the practicing. You've also now got this other thing, very much like fractal. You've now got this thing where you've got the, the art bit. You've, you've also got your mind bit. So you've got to basically work on your mind. Because if you've got somebody who's confident but can't draw amazing, they're going to get a lot further than somebody who's got no confidence but can draw quite well. That's what I'm thinking. So it's like this balancing of the mind with your art skills. And then the art skills is a balance of studying and practicing. So it's quite cool. But for me, the mind thing is a lot of it is about like um, meditating and writing about what you're feeling and stuff. So it's a a long process, this. And I've also put here realistic portrait drawing not really from photographs so my my thought was realistic portrait drawing from photographs is not really covering the fundamentals oh have we talked about what the fundamentals are yeah the fundamentals are light color composition perspective anatomy and narrative what this did for me was it, it reminded me of something one of my art teachers said I went to this art class and this, this art teacher she said Mr Bev up Mr Mr M R Bev B E V Up U P She said remember when you're doing composition which is one of the art fundamentals remember Mr Bev up. <laughs> so what it is is it's movement, rhythm, relationship, balance, emphasis, variety, unity and properties and proportions. So you've got the movement, when you're doing a composition, you want to have like the movement and also the, the movement of the viewer's eyes. And that's like the rhythm and the relationship between things. So like the composition, you've got little bits and big bits. You've got to basically compose these relationships with everything. You've then got balance, so you want to have you don't have too many big things and not enough little things. So it's about getting balance and then the emphasis. This is how you can guide the eyes around. So, like, if you put something here which is high contrast, you can actually move. You can. That's like you are emphasising things. So this is how you can make. You can actually. You can actually guide the viewer through through your artwork by emphasising things. It's it's again. This is like a sort of um, a brain thing. Like a, it's like some sort of um. What would you call that? Like a. It's like a, almost like magic. You're sort of um. what's that word you're sort of um, it's not hypnotising it's you're sort of um, tricking it's not tricking it's that thing that Dan Brown does where psychological it is (laughs) then you've got variety so you might have like little you might have circles and squares so you don't want to just have loads of circles you've got unity unity what does bring to mind for unity this is bringing it all together yes you want to focus on each little thing but also bring the whole thing together which is the composition and prop and proportions what i like about proportions is for me all of these first ones were very sort of feeling things like movement like variety of shapes and relationship it's all very feeling whereas the proportions is the skill bit the proportions is where you need to know the skills So again, you've got even inside of composition, you've got this balance going on between feeling your way through it and also like knowing rules. (laughs) it's cool, isn't it? And I've put here, I've put love this book. So if we go back to my thing here, when I said drawing realistic pencil drawings from portraits, drawing portrait realistic portrait drawings from photographs. I felt like it's not really covering the fundamentals. So I thought like it's not really covering composition. It's not really covering perspective, anatomy, narrative or colour. And I've, what I put? But then when I thought about it, there is a little bit of composition involved. So when you're choosing a photograph to use as your reference, what I was doing was I was cropping them. So that is like composition. You're cropping it for shapes and balance. So I started to realise there is actually an element of composition involved in selecting your reference images. So I like that. Perspective, I've put... What's this here? I can't read that. Oh, yeah. So realistic pencil drawings with life drawing. So drawing realistically does actually have perspective in it with like life drawing. Because when I was going to life drawing... You've got a basically, you've actually got the 3D model there. So you are dealing with perspectives. Now, anatomy, yeah, but not really. Because I never learned any anatomy at life drawing class. I was just more learning how to see, which is a different skill. (laughs) Narrative, for me, there was no narrative involved in drawing realistic drawings from photographs. Because you're just drawing what you see. And colour, I worked, I put it here, I worked 99% in graphite pencils as I didn't want to be overwhelmed with colours while learning to see. I think I've done, I've not. I've only done probably five hours total of realistic coloured pencil drawings. Maybe a little bit more, but not much. And the part of it was, I was thinking, if I start trying to learn how to do colour whilst I'm still trying to learn how to, like, see and draw what i'm seeing i felt like i'd get overwhelmed so i actually put it down into like that but well i don't know what do you what do you think the best way to do this is like for me i like to focus on one thing at a time but i'm not sure you can actually do that when like like, this is the thing i'm not sure you can actually do that i feel like you've got well maybe what you've got to do is learn each thing at a time but well like what he said here keep going back to it so in other words learn light until you get quite good at it then go and learn color until you get quite good at it but and then what happens happen is by the time you've got to the end you'll you'll go back to light and you'll be able to bring in parts of these other things with it so it might be that like composition will affect the lighting and stuff like that well the narrative and composition i feel like would be linked anatomy and perspective would be definitely be linked color and light are linked as well all of these are linked though so it's this thing of like for me the best way i learn is to chunk things up so i'm still trying to learn how to how to learn everything sort of it's, it's for me again i still feel quite overwhelmed by all of this and then when you start bringing in like learning digital as well you see and that's another thing you can't really learn digital until you've learned fundamentals because you, learning digital is a completely different skill set <laughs> so again you you just it's very it's, it gets a bit crazy that's what that's the main thing i noticed but i've put it here look realistic the fundamental skills that i've i felt like i learned from realistic pencil drawing is light and tone i feel like i've i've learned quite a lot of skills about light and how light works but the thing with that is, I if I tried to create a character with my own lighting, I find that quite hard. So I guess I didn't really learn fundamentals of light. I learnt more. I've, I learnt more how light behaves. But I, I what I struggle with is sort of um, manipulating it. I guess again, it's the mind says that it's wrong, whereas sometimes it's not wrong. but the the main skill that I felt like I learnt realistic pencil drawing is how to see and that goes into Bert Dodgson's book Keys to Drawing the main thing was the whole time you're learning how to see and I would say me personally I feel like that is actually the number one priority I feel like the key is learning how to see and then once you've learnt how to see start learning these things So I almost feel like learning how to see as an artist sort of supersedes this. I feel like that's the actual base level fundamental. (laughs) I've put fundamental equals learning how to see. Bert Dodson's key to drawing. And I've put a base fundamental, all others on top of it. So I, I create this little drawing where I've put like level one. Yeah, for me, fundamental, I've put fundamentals are fractal. And this is what I was trying to get at earlier. It's like. The first thing you want to learn is how to see. Doesn't matter whether you're any good at what you're doing is good. You've just got to learn how to see. And then once you've done that, then perspective, anatomy, color, and and for me, what happened then was I started learning lighting. So level one is learning how to see. Level two is like say lighting. Level two is also is all the um, fundamentals. So one of them is color, but then color. It can actually be branched off into sub things so you've got to you got to learn how to see you've then got color that you can learn once you've sort of got a bit of that understanding you've then got oil say oil paints and digital because like using oils is completely different to watercolor but you need to have the fun you need to understand color before you can really start doing that and now this is going to sound a bit sort of um what's it called? contradictory i suppose (laughs) but the other thing is you can actually dive straight into oils and learn how to do it just by doing it see so in a strange way it sort of doesn't matter but i think it goes back to that thing of it goes back to that thing of if you want to just do oil paintings do oil paintings but like this you've actually still got to learn some of these things and i guess what what i'm realizing is everyone's completely different so some people will just like to dive straight in and and do it that way whereas other people would actually like go through it sort of more structured and i feel like for me going through it more structured is what creates some of the overwhelm and there's a part of me that's scared there's a part of me that's scared to just jump in and try something because, again, I know that it's going to create rubbish work. So, I've still got to get over that hurdle, which is a mind thing of accepting bad drawings. One way I found that was good at doing that was actually art challenges. Because if you commit to an art challenge, you, you, what I did was I did a thirty-day painting challenge, and every day for thirty days I had to create a painting. By the end of that, well, one of them was me little Robin. I created a little Robin painting. And what happens is, you get to a point where you don't care. If you do a painting and it's rubbish, you get to a point where you don't care. But I've sort of, I sort of, I go in and out of that. Sometimes I don't care, which is beautiful. Sometimes I actually do. And that's when I struggle. <laughs> which is a mind thing. i have put, aka. You, you can't learn oils till you learn colour. You can't learn colour till you learn how to see. And then I've put I've put the word can't like question mark. No. Ah, this is it. I love this bit. I just I had this um epiphany thing because what I just said there about you can jump straight into oils, and you can learn it that way. Well, what he said in this article was he said about rapid. Where was it? He said something about rapid progression. Yeah. Oh, I can't find it. Where's this bit? Basically, what he's saying is... Oh, I can't find it. Well, he was basically saying... You can... You can... Oh, I need to find that. Here, look. Where is it? It's quite important, I think, that I get that bit. Oh, I can't find it. Hey! Anyone can learn a language with enough immersion and practice... And rapid progress can be made, especially when you have a really strong motivation to communicate. In other words, what I got from that was, anyone can learn anything. So you can jump straight into oils and learn it that way. But for me, rapid progress would be made by following the order whilst playing. In other words... it'd be nice to do an experiment get two people identical twins or something and have one of them jump straight into oils and spend a year or you could do this with anyone two artists who have never done anything what you do is you get one of them you lock them in a room for a year they do nothing but play around with oils and that's all they're doing they're not allowed to study nothing you got another one who's got loads of books on the fundamentals and but geared towards oil So like learning how to see and learning colour theory and learning how to use and manipulate oils. I wonder who would come out of that the the better artist. Do you think it would be the one that's spent a year just playing and having fun or the one that's actually spent a year studying hard and structured? I'm not sure. It would be quite interesting. But my thought is you're going to get further by taking it slow. And going through this sort of the process here. That's what I'm thinking. But for me, what's happened with me is I've actually ended up not doing some of the things I want to do because I'm still at the beginning. <laughs> Which again, it reminds me of something Stan Prokopenko just said. So I've got this course at Proko.com. about um, figure drawing, all about drawing the figure, and it's got various. I would almost call that fundamentals. He he broke it down into like fundamentals of how to do figure drawing. One of them was gesture. Another one was like r- the robo beam, like the torso turning it into shapes. And then it adds more structure. What happened for me was I spent all my time in the gesture. So I feel like I got quite good at capturing the essence of things. But I never went into the structure bit. And that's because I I got scared, because when I started trying to do the structure, I found it too hard. So again, my problem is I don't push myself out of my comfort zones. But then I feel like I love, this is another thing, I love doing gestures. So I sort of stayed in that area because I was having fun. But then you wonder, are you only having fun because you got quite good at it? So if you got quite good at doing structure, would you have more fun with it? It's it's, it's mad it is. Yeah, but what I put here... Yeah, what I said was... I said... I said, you can't learn oils till you learn the colour. You can't learn colour till you learn how to see. But then I thought, actually... You would still learn... But it, it would just be less effective. Maybe. I need to do an experiment on that. And I've put here... I've put, when started drawing... Yeah, when I started drawing from my imagination I felt intimidated because my skills got reset back to zero. <laughs> so I put safer to keep drawing realistic where skills were levelled up. But the problem was I got I got bored. So I wasn't having I wasn't having as much fun. So you've got to basically you've got to basically push yourself out of your comfort zone and be okay with what you call it yeah it, you've got to basically get to a point where you can accept zero skills and for me that's all about sketching so i'll be i do still do a lot of sketching and i'm probably not going to show you a lot of my sketchbooks because they're, they're rubbish but they're getting better which is cool <laughs> so for me I, lo- I love sketching because the thing with sketching is you can just go for it cool but the main thing I'm really learning at the minute in my sketchbook is I'm trying to learn characters so i'm I'm sort of trying to learn and what I also been doing is I've got my little character peter the penguin i'm I sort of tried to move him into different poses because that's something I struggle with is trying to turn things which that goes back to like perspective so Again, what I've got to do really is sit down and just learn how shapes move in perspective. But I have more fun drawing characters in perspective. So there's lots of things here I've got to work out how to do things. So let's play, accepting zero skills, with an awareness of what to practice and look out for. And then at the bottom I've put the word mind in a circle and I've said, this is a mind thing, not a skills thing. So this is where I'm at. At the moment, I'm more stuck with mental things. I feel like I've, most of my progress at the minute is blocked by mental things, which are lies. There's there's like a part of my mind that is scared to fail, I suppose. So it's actually stopping me from doing things I know I need to be doing. I've got to stop talking about it and do it. <laughs> And I'll put it, you can learn slash draw anything, but the mind will trick you. This sort of goes into that thing I said about earlier. You've got somebody who's amazing at drawing, but if their mind is sabotaging them, they're not going to be producing... Well, they might be producing nice work and stuff, but the mind would sabotage them in certain ways. Like it might stop them... One of the early ones for me was art class. One of the biggest fears for me was going to art class. As soon as I overcome that fear. I my I learnt so much from that. So again art. Art will set you so free. In that, and the reason it does that is because it forces you to face fears. If you want to get better as an artist you've got to face fears. Which is easier said than done. <laughs> so this is why I feel like for me it's a balance between practicing skill like learning practicing drawing things and also doing my spiritual practices which is my mind and sometimes i spend 90 percent on on the mind i would say the last few years i've been way more into the mind than the art stuff because for me the art the mind just felt a lot more important what's happening now is i'm starting to get i'm starting to get more sort of 50 50 where I'm starting to realise now. I think my mind—I've worked on quite a lot of things, so it's now that something inside of me is saying, "Right, you need to start bringing more. You can sort of go back to your art skills now." But again, this—I think it's cool, and that's it for this one, for the like for this article. So, my main experience from realistic pencil drawing, realistic pencil drawings, and fundamentals was—it definitely doesn't. It definitely doesn't cover a lot of them. But it covers a lot more than I thought. Like composition. This is cool as well. You can learn some of these fundamentals without actually doing any drawing. Like composition. You can learn that by editing photos and stuff. So that's cool. (laughs) And then what is it? That's it really. Why learn the fundamentals? Learning the fundamentals will let you play more and better. Will let you play more and play better. I don't think you know don't anything better than that, sir. The key, the secret here, though, is to find a way to make studying fun. And I feel like Jake Parker at SVS Learn has a really good way of doing this, which is breaking it down into little things. So, for instance, one of the courses at SVS Learn, like it's about how to ink, and what he does is he breaks it down so. You learn you learn how to hold the pencil and draw lines, like different things of lines. Basically, for me, it's about drawing exercises. Finding drawing exercises that are fun. Like for me, gesture drawing. I love doing gesture drawings. It's one of my favourites. And I could sit there all day drawing spheres with different lightings on them. I find that really fun. Somebody else might find that boring so they might have more fun it might be as simple as say somebody else enjoys drawing cubes with lighting or something so this is why what I like about this is it said it in here everyone is different so you basically everyone's different but there are what do you call it there are basically certain things you've got to learn it's interesting though I think it's cool. And then all that was left in this article was... In the in the um, the photo that they had... They had a bit where it was light and it said... Sunlight is used to create graphic shapes... With the values exposed by the light... While the shadows are kept flat. <laughs> oh, cool. Narrative. The narrative is kept open and mysterious... With contrast of colour... Used in the costumes... To differentiate... Differentiate the figures and suggest a larger story interesting composition ah oh, see this is the thing see i don't really know much about this but apparently with composition there's different there's different like um shapes and stuff the, the the one i know is the golden rule the golden ratio and that thing where you have uh like a grid and certain points on the grid are where you want to place interesting things but the beautiful thing about this is, again, nature does the best compositions naturally. So, again, like if you, if you learn how to see, you can basically copy nature. You're in a way, you're learning composition without realising it. But in this photo, they said composition, a triangular composition is used with the figures arranged in the lower part of the image balanced by the top statues near the top. So I never noticed that. This is another one of those things where it's a subconscious thing. You don't realise what's happening, but something's going on here. And then the last one was colour. It said, the white light from the sun allows the colour vibrancy in the clothing, grass and flowers, as well as a strong different, differential of materials. Blue light from the sky and warm bounce light from the ground... Fill in the shadows. Interesting. So that's this one. What I'm going to be doing is. I'm going to aim for every other weekend. Every other week. I'm going to cover each one of these. So the next one. The first one we look at will be light. And it says. The key fundamental. That makes all our subjects visible. Describing form and volume. With illumination and shadows. So what I'll do is. I'll do an episode just about this this fundamental and then the next one will be about color then composition perspective anatomy and narrative so for color they said the wave the wavelengths of light that are visible to the human eye granting different surface properties to the objects we see composition the relationships between every element we choose to show on the canvas with rules of thumb that can inform our decisions so again this is that thing where you learn the rules but you still make up your own things so ju- just because you've got the rule doesn't mean you need to follow it to a t but you need to know the rules so you can sort of play around with it it's that thing of like um what i said about with the like manga you can if you learn how to draw a manga character but you haven't learned how to draw a human you can't then well, you're not going to be as good as drawing other types of characters because you need to learn the rules. But then once you've learned the rules, you can basically create like some sort of alien. But the alien will be based on the rules, which means it's going to be a more believable looking alien. <laughs> so it's, it's it's brilliant, it is. Well, like perspective, the illusion of three-dimensional depth on a two-dimensional canvas using horizon Horizon lines and vanishing points for guidance. What this reminds me of is I watched a video yesterday from Anthony Peake. He was talking about, um, well, basically he's talking about like the um, reality being an illusion and stuff. And one of the things he said was, we're actually inside of a 2D world. It's our mind is creating the illusion of a 3D world. What that did was it reminded me of this exercise I did. With Betty Edwards, a bit Betty Edwards in her book, drawing on the right side of the brain. What you had was you. Had, she got you having this piece of glass or plastic which you could see through, and you would get you get a marker and you would basically draw. You would put it in front of yourself. You look through it at say a landscape, and you would draw. So say you had like five work, five buildings. You would turn them buildings into one shape basically what you were doing was flattening the world into 2d now this is what's amazing as i was going through that book this was it back in 2014 what that did was it made me start to question this actual reality it was almost as if art was showing me that this this world we're seeing this reality is not what we think it is it is the mind once again the the mind is creating what we're seeing but if your mind creates something different you see something different (laughs) And again, it's that thing of, like you 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 can look at a p- a picture, for instance. And you won't see something, whereas if you know what to be looking for, you're going to see it. A bit like that thing where you, that have you seen that video where there's like a monkey in the background? You don't see it, and then once you realise it's there, you always see it. So this is why I feel like the the basic thing to be learning is how to see, because it means when you start doing these other things, you've already you've already got a, a more skills at actually looking and then we got anatomy for me that's the scariest one that's the one that scares me the most i think i think for me light was fun light is a fun thing to learn color i've got a feeling that'll be fun and i did do a, a, a probably a week or so learning color theory basically but because i didn't practice it enough i've sort of forgotten a lot of that <laughs> Composition, I love doing composition. I love um, composing things on thumbnails and whatnot. So I I think that's a fun one. Perspective, the more I got into that, the more I've had fun with it. But I still find that a bit scary. But then, again, the more I've been practicing that, the more I've realized it's not as hard as you think it is. Which, again, I think it's the mind. But the thing with anatomy is uh, that scares me, that one. Because I feel like you've got to learn the bones... You got to learn how they move in perspective. So this is where they link up. You have got like foreshortenings and stuff. But again, I feel like there's this part of it is going to be part of it is going to be learning how to see. Because if you can see, you can draw it. And then, but then it, the thing is, if you, you if you learn how to see, you can draw it. If you learn how the structure works, you can actually start manipulating it. But that one scares me, that does anatomy. I feel like that's, um. I feel for me, I can't wait to get into that bit to see what they say. But anatomy to me feels more like an advanced skill really. And narrative, I feel like that's a um, more of a feeling thing. So what they've done here, they've said anatomy. The study of the forms, landmarks and gestures of the figure in order to achieve compelling and dynamic characters it's cool that is and the final one narrative the purpose that all the fundamentals serve the story or subtext that will draw the audience into the scenes we create and that goes right back to what i said about realistic pencil drawings they're amazing but they they they, because they're lacking narrative they sort of lack feeling so that's just my thinking i thought i that's it really (laughs) I'm I'm so excited for this. I can't wait for this. And I think the main thing is it's got me really motivated and it's making me feel like I need to stop being scared of doing things and actually do them. Yay! Little Dennis has said it's game over sunshine. He likes doing that. <laughs> like I said, I really do hope you enjoyed this one. And I'll put links and everything in the description and and the show notes at sophielawson.com. and you can find the video at youtube.com slash sophie lawson i hope you enjoyed this and well the future ones are going to be brilliant as well i can't wait to go into each of these art fundamentals and talk about them so all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote and it actually goes to it's a quote from this article and when i the thing with this this article is there's so many quotes in this that i could have used which is what I love so much about it, is it was like, it, was, it feels to me as if this book has been put together with, and they've, they've managed to sort of condense loads of information into little bite-sized chunks of beauty. So I could have picked so many quotes, but the one I went with is, is one that I've, I think is brilliant. So this week's little inspirational quote is, painting is a visual language and the fundamentals are the mechanics of that language which is brilliant. I just think that's cool, because it's basically saying, the fundamentals is how you speak. So uh, when you're painting and drawing, you're sort of speaking with visuals. So you've got to learn how to speak. <laughs> that's, that, I thought that was cool. So this week's little inspirational quote, painting is a visual language and the fundamentals are the mechanics of that language.